0: Recorded live from the mats of Radical MMA in New York City, the Martial Culture Podcast, your source for in-depth combat sports and martial arts insights with, with Coach, Coach Renee Dreyfus and, and Matt, Matt Peters. Pierce. Ring the bell and let's get it on.
1: Do you, do you know the misogi? That like, the ninja thing. Uh,
2: I know what you're doing.
1: The yeah, ninja yeah, gang yeah, yeah, the ninja. Gang, the ninja. <laughs> Oh, oh, should we have not talked yet? We can talk. I'm sorry. You're allowed to speak. I'm like, yeah, no, we were just flashing ninja gang signs to each other. That's good. It makes <laughs>
2: it sound like we're having a good time before the podcast started.
1: Yeah, no, we were, we were having we
2: a good We pretended really yeah,
1: well. Yeah. Having a good time. <laughs> du, 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 du. We were singing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> can you mute Renee real quick? <laughs> just leave him on mute the entire time. <laughs> you we
1: don't know. like my singing? You like my wife. My wife, when I was singing Adele, the Zelda, she's like, if you continue... I will divorce you. <laughs> like I got to that point, she's Wrong. like, "Do not sing." I'm gonna need to hear. The
0: adult. No,
1: you know, you know, you know. Which in Japan, in Japan, karaoke is like super, super, super popular. And I lived in Japan for six years, and you know, had a lot of Japanese friends. And all oh, they're like, Renee, let's go to karaoke," you know. And then I have never had one friend invite me back.
2: Um, I would have invited to karaoke, and I haven't gone in a very long time. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's so I'm just the worst singer ever. They're like, and then I'll be like, How, you guys want to go to karaoke? And she's like, no, 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 no. We'll go somewhere else. But we never want to hear you sing again.
2: My Instagram is about to be <laughs> popping. This is I only want you to sing.
1: Only want me to sing. I'll sing. I think. No, I what my...
2: are you doing? <laughs> do you ever want to come back here? <laughs> it's
0: your first time here. But we should interview the voice. Yes, yes, uh, yes.
1: The person we're talking to. Matt, please do the honors.
0: Uh Champion fighter. Right, you, you're yeah. killing it yeah, at with some yeah. wins yeah. at times. Most most wins. Uh, I'm gonna pronounce your
2: name wrong, York. No, you nailed it.
0: Nailed it. That's what I'm talking about. High five.
2: High five. First try. Thank First you. York Thank York you for Anderson. coming yeah. to the to the show. Yeah, yeah and I heard now. a lot
0: about you. And Renee talks about you proudly all the time. No, oh,
2: you can't see me, but I'm blushing. Right now.
0: Oh. <laughs> but you you recently had a a fight um a couple weeks ago. Yeah, a couple point, weeks yeah? ago. Came uh, out with the W. Came out with the W. Yeah.
1: And it was not just a win, it was quite a stylish win. I had never saw so many sidekicks to the midsection in one <laughs> fucking I mean it was like it was like he broke out the matrix, you know? All he needed was a black coat and some
2: sunglasses yeah I tried they would. They made me take it off they made you take it off yeah.
1: <laughs> no but okay so we have to actually I. this is a terrible terrible thing that happened and I have to take full responsibility <laughs> this is like the worst thing that could ever happen in a fight so we're, we're training hard the camp was amazing although we had some some injuries and some things but I, I, I mean the camp was going great the weight cut you know it went alright you know everything was good he's feeling great his hydration everything's good we're in the, in the ring working out and I'm like go feel out the ring you and G go in and feel out the ring make sure you 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 feel comfortable with it because you know sometimes the the floor of the ring is you know not you know you have to feel it a little bit so he goes in the ring and we're kind of fooling around and i'm like joking around and g's doing some kung fu poses and this and that and then
2: you tell him what happens okay so there i am minding my own business i'm again feeling out the cage just seeing if it's slippery anywhere it's like me g and this other guy in there and i'm used to having multiple people in there shadow boxing because everybody wants to feel it out the same way. I go to talk to Renee. I'm standing by the fence. And all of a sudden, it's just like somebody slapped me in the back, like boom, in the back of the head. This kid spinning hook kicked me straight. I was so confused and mad at the same time. I was like, I don't know what just happened, but God.
1: (laughs) And I mean, he really kicked him incredibly hard. I mean, this is before the fight. And the worst thing to ever happen, like, oh, I didn't fight because I got knocked out.
2: This is like off of the the two injuries beforehand. I was like, yo, we finally made it. We did it. (laughs) <laughs> and then, like, that would have been the weirdest pullout of all time. Like, no, 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 no. He, he got here. He made, he made weight. He, he showed up the event, and then he got knocked out beforehand. <laughs> it was, hey, yo, camp was good, win. though. Camp yeah. was fun. You know, there was that guy in the UFC.
1: I forgot his name. But he was walking out to his fight, and the fire extinguisher fell and hit him on the head this is uh, years ago that's hit, an act
2: of god at that point
1: i know right it, it, it didn't hit him directly but it hit him enough where he really got hurt and then he couldn't fight i'm like wow that's that's just terrible like he, you
2: know you know like, when they like fight and they thank god for the victory the other guy that that's the most Appropriate time to have <laughs> thank
1: that. God. Thank God a fire extinguisher didn't. But you know, I felt terrible because I should have been paying. We came over to talk to me a little bit, and this guy does this spinning, you know, hooking, <laughs> boom, was and it I'm like, perfect? oh my god! Now I was outside the cage. He was right? outside
2: filming. He's like, world, world
1: star. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah that? that would have been great. <laughs>
1: and then, and then, and then, actually, the cool guys coach runs in. He's like, what the hell is wrong with you? taking t- t- Portuguese. Yeah. I, I, I don't speak Portuguese, but I understand it. And he's like chewing him out. And the guys felt really bad too. Even though, like it was bad, and then New York yeah. was like he didn't hit me hard, and I'm like, hmm, and you could tell that he he was like samuraiing it up, but he got hit hard. And then after the fight, he's like, yeah, I think he gave me a little bit of a concussion. I'm like, oh my god, please next time, just tell me, wow. but you know,
2: like it was a terrible stuff. At least give
0: you a couple points.
2: Yeah, right. That was actually the hardest hit I took all night, though. Yeah, no, he uh, didn't. He, he grazed you once and I was like. Got to yeah. sneak up on me. Yeah. <laughs> was yeah. it at least a nice kick? Because I didn't see it. It was actually very nice all How did it feel? was did it feel? It did not feel great. <laughs> no. I was, uh, the guy was hugging me and apologizing afterwards. And I was really angry but also still confused. Like, I, I didn't know what happened. Like, somebody yeah, could have yeah. run up and slapped me.
1: Yeah, it's funny because when you're pissed the last that someone, the last thing you want them to do is hug you. And you're oh, just like, yeah. you just want to say, like, get, get away, bro. Me. Yeah. <laughs> but, they're, but they're trying to be, like, nice to you. At the same time, you're like, don't fucking hug me, you know?
2: Um, I don't know how right. I would have. I probably would have reacted the same way. I would have been like, oh, my God, I can't believe I just did that. Yeah, right. Yeah.
1: No. Yeah, right, right. No, but, he, yeah, and he was really apologetic. His coach apologized <laughs> to me, like, 20 times. You walked away. And he's like, I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. And I'm like, uh, you know, uh, you know, simple problem. It's like a little people's you know? court. T-People's card. Nice. Okay, nice. that's yeah. in
2: order. Sorry, I got the wrong uh, I don't it's know like how People's card goes. I can't remember
0: that.
2: It's so <laughs> iconic though. But yeah, I, can't yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember much before the kick to be honest. Oh.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh but uh, so what was your we let's before we um go into your background and everything, just tell us about um, you know, your re- recollection of the fight and coming up to the fight, the camp. You know, this is a a a, a kind of a bad part of that camp, but I mean, I remember you know, guys, listeners are always asking me, um, you know, about fighting. And then what I wanted the listeners to get is a sense of what it's like to come up through the ranks as an amateur. Uh, and then I'd like York to come on when he goes pro and and to see the growth of him as as a great fighter. And I'm, uh, you're already a world champion. Actually, people don't realize that uh, um, when York's fighting, he's actually a, a Sanda a world champion. Um, and that was, what year did you uh, win the world championships? Oh. Mm,
2: 2016 or seven?
1: 16, 16. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, right. yeah, yeah. And uh Yeah, and um, so that's amazing. And one of your coaches, Max Chen, was actually at the Beijing Olympics when Sanda was a, was a, um, a spectator sport. I'm not spectator, a, a demonstration yeah. sport, right? Um, Exhibition? Exhibition's part, yes, thank you, thank you. And uh, but you know, you have that Sanda background from <coughs> Professor Ken and also Max and also Muay Thai and and uh, kickboxing as well. But um, but you decided to move into MMA. What what made you wanna wanna transition over from striking to to full on MMA?
2: Uh, even when i was like only fighting under like kickboxing or muay thai rules mm-hmm. i only watched mma like it was i don't know it was very boring for me to watch uh, muay thai fights and there are like very beautiful like like muay thai fights out there there's great fights great glory fights but it wasn't something that i followed like yeah. I wasn't like oh i got to go no you know, i i watched glory I'm, this weekend yeah right um, yeah. yeah right it, it just got to a point where i was you're kind of seeing the same stuff over and over uh, and again, that's not to say it's all like that, but most of the time it's it's very similar fights. No, you know? you
1: know, I I agree with you. It's it's the same thing with every in one single dimension art. There's nothing wrong with it. Like Kyokushin, uh, 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 K1 Glory style rules, which um don't allow clinch, regular Muay Thai rules, sport jiu-jitsu or judo. What happens is because you've restricted the what is possible. Mm. People, it's just refining what is already there. It's it's there's there's evolution for sure, but it's like who can do what we already know the best. And that's kind of what boxing is too. And it's it's like I really it's rare to see a Lomachenko. It's much more to see someone like um Anthony Ruiz, who just is a good really good journeyman. Like he doesn't do anything anything new. Nothing wrong with that, but you know, it's not something we've seen before. We've always seen it before. And the same thing with Glory, the same thing with uh, you know, Enrico Verhoven or um or um uh, what's his name? Um, Nikki Holtzkeen or these guys are amazing, but it's it's how who can do what we already know the best. It's I think how it is where MMA. You're like what? How did that? How do you put those? You know, like it's still growing, it's still yeah. evolving, it's still it's still there's still room for excitement and and also you know everybody moves so differently. Yeah. You know even even if like you look at Wonder Boy and then you look at John Jones and they're like. They, there's very little overlap in how mm-hmm. they move, even though they're trying to do the same things. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's fascinating. I I totally agree with you. I and I personally, while I really respect sport jujitsu, and I do have to watch it for sometimes research purposes, it's never something that I enjoy watching. Whereas I always enjoy watching MMA, even when it's not.
2: Yeah, yeah not yeah, the best. Yeah, no. <laughs> I uh, I don't know, I I enjoy like just the practice of it a lot more as well. Like my my style like striking, doing like muay thai, like I never really trained or fought with like a Muay Thai style. I was always a little more mobile. Uh, a lot of people thought I was a karate fighter, but for the record, again, never done karate in my life. Uh, but just, I, I always kind of like accentuated, like me and my coaches accentuated like movement more than like standing and banging, right? Yeah. Uh, so much more applicable in MMA, but also there's no no corners for me to get stuck. <laughs> so I can be on my bike all night. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think... Uh, this is more exciting for me, more variables, more like different places for me to like express myself through yeah. fucking people up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And you know, it's funny you're making a joke, but expressing yourself is is exactly like why would you want to paint in one color? When you know, you can that's paint to me with your feet on people's face. <laughs> <laughs> like that guy who's handicapped where he paints with his feet. No. I haven't you know? seen that. Yeah, it's actually <laughs> pretty inspiring. He paints with his feet. Is it good?
2: Yeah, it's amazing. The cat's <laughs> amazing,
1: but he, he does—he doesn't have hands, huh? He has no hands, so he
2: paints. You're Is it like better than I could do. Yeah, it's, it's a lot better. It's a lot it's, you know, it's actually really good. Are you <laughs> saying I don't have hands? Is that what you're saying. <laughs> How well, did you, you didn't have the drop brush? the guy? I worked damn hard on my boxing. Where's the brush now? No.
1: No, is it in between? It's like he holds a brush like a like chopsticks. Yo, I straight
2: thought you said I thought I thought you were saying that he was like finger painting, but with his toes. <laughs> I misunderstood entirely. No, you I, actually brush <laughs> painting. No, yeah, no, but brush. I think
1: I think sometimes he does finger paint with his toes too. Like he touches up with like you
2: know, but mostly he has a brush. But toes get no respect. He's doing it with his toes. We're still calling it finger painting. <laughs> <laughs> this is now an art podcast. <laughs> Let's dissect this.
1: I'm gonna look at that guy's – The art culture right. podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um Miles, bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> um but um but yeah, so so when did you officially start training martial arts?
2: Oh uh all right. So the full story is I used to be a competitive swimmer for like my whole childhood. You know, I was that I never like tried at it, like I would try in the race. But at that point, I didn't know that you were supposed to try and like practice as well. So I would show <laughs> up practice and be like, yeah, my mom said I had to be here. And I would like swim and then it races. I would like try to go as fast as I could, but like, you know, that don't really pan out like that. No. Yeah. Uh, so when I stopped swimming, uh, I started getting fat because I didn't know what a calorie was. So I was just swimming like six, seven miles a night and just <laughs> like, eating everything. Like whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh man, I got to go find something to do to keep busy. So, a friend of mine was doing, uh, like, Steven Seagal Japanese jiu-jitsu type stuff. Right? I remember you yeah, said yeah, yeah. you
1: started in Japanese jiu-jitsu.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, I went up there, like, you know... It was, this like, is upstate a, New York, right? Yeah, it was upstate New York. Where you grew up. At yeah. a local, like, community center. Like, you know, it was a back room that we were yeah. using for free. And, like, everybody... The, the guy who was teaching is this big, giant, like, 200-pound guy with no neck. And he was like, yeah hey, just grab the wrist and they go flying. It's easy. So, I was like, all right, bet. So, I go in and uh, the... I met this guy on my my the first night there, and he like he, I saw him like shadowboxing and moving around. Uh, he's actually my brother-in-law now, but uh, I saw him shadowboxing him moving around. And I was like, this guy looks like he knows what he's doing. So when I was like, hey man, can you teach me how to kick people in the face? And uh, you know, he was like, oh yeah, right on. So he's teaching me how to kick people in the face. The instructor comes, he's like, no 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 no, we're not gonna do that yet. We're gonna do these wrist locks and stuff. Like you just catch the punches that goes by you. It's like all right, did that for a little bit, and then the instructor got in a fight, and he was telling us about it. And he was like, yeah, these two guys, you know, I fucked them both up. And I am I was like, right on, right on, man. You wrist lock him? And he's like, nah, I just punched him. <laughs> and I was like, cool, but like, why didn't you wrist lock him? He's like, I didn't need to. I just punched him. So I was like, shit, I need to get good at punching stuff. <laughs> uh, so after that, uh, me and the, the guy, his name is Mike Lung. Uh, he really helped me, like, uh, discover martial arts. Uh, we started kind of, like, bopping around, trying different things out. Uh, but it was, like, very much, like, a, ho- a hobby type thing. Like, right. it was not at all like you know and this is when you were in high school or uh, no I think I was um, 18 18 at the time yeah, yeah like a, like, and you, but you still
1: lived up, up uh, yeah still lived upstate yeah. so what,
2: what town you, you're from not Poughkeepsie where, where are you from near uh, I'm from the sunny town of Socrates New York Socrates yeah. oh yeah. it's actually a beautiful area yeah like, which is weird for me to hear because <laughs> when I grew up it was like squirrels and like heroin <laughs> I was
1: like <laughs> were the squirrels on heroin oh yeah they definitely oh. were you did not want to
2: fuck with those squirrels <laughs> <laughs> They were like the size of raccoons, and the boy, they were
1: actually. It's they, funny. They were itching. No, you know it's funny because I remember in the eighties, yeah. Washington Square Park was filled with uh, um, um, dr- drug users and and drug sellers, and and um, aggressive squirrels. And ag- squirrels would you be eating the licking out the crack and the meth from the <laughs> no. discarded bottles? You know the, the little cans, uh-huh. and you just see you just cracked out squirrels all the time, man. You know, and you'd see them on like you know on like uh, in in. Um, uh, delirium tremens from, yeah. from withdrawal all the time. <laughs> like wow, that squirrel's with That's like, like, like you know, the pizza rat is like nothing compared to what we saw in the eighties. But anyway, go ahead. I didn't mean, it's rough. But that brings me back no. to my no, like, no, yeah, crack, crack squirrels,
2: and, Jones and squirrels. Yeah, come on, man. You know, I'm good for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, give me some, give me some nuts. <laughs> <laughs> give me the real, the
1: real nuts. Give me the real nuts.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, so we kind of bopped around. I tried like different things out. Like, um, there was one hilarious like month where we were trying to do like. Kenpo karate classes. Oh, shit. I have done karate for like two minutes. Oh, my God. God oh, damn yeah. it. Yeah, I'm a liar. You're, you're a liar. Uh, but it was like online. Like, you're, like, <laughs> <laughs> the guy was like, yeah, give me money and here's a videotape on how to do like these five moves and then you send it back and I'll give you a yellow belt. And we were like, that sounds legit. Uh, so, <laughs> we're doing that. And at this time, uh, uh, GSP was still champ, yeah. I believe. Yeah. So I started watching MMA and I was like, yo, this guy's crazy, like, how, like watching him just jab people up and, like, yeah. uh, just the, the way he moved, I was yeah. like, this is nothing like what I'm doing, like, it's way more dynamic, like, I, you know, I feel like you can't just stand there in a fight, mm-hmm. so I started looking into, like, more, like, you know, street fighting type stuff, so I started, did a little bit of, like, Jeet Kune Do. Mm-hmm. Uh, did that for a little bit, and then I moved to, uh, I made the smart decision, because I was like, man, I really hate it up here, let me take my all my no money and move to New York City where things are cheaper, and surely I'll be able to, to <laughs> find somewhere. <laughs> yeah. and where, where you're from upstate too?
0: Rochester. Rochester. Yeah, a bit, a bit. Yeah, less quarrels. Never made my way to Songerties. Yeah,
2: but no, nah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah they're although
1: not, they're actually not far from each. They're far, far from each other. Quite a bit.
2: Right? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, four hours. You're, it's yeah. close to Albany, right? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like an hour south. Yeah. 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 And yeah. We're close to Buffalo. We're a, Geo- we're a geography podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> Keep switching. Geographical culture. <laughs> <laughs> play, play it, Miles. New York, you, yeah, right? Come on, Miles. <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling you, where's Raul? I'm saying. Yeah, where's I'm like, Raul? Raul and We want like that. Raul. Yeah, Raul's Raul are, be, our, our favorite uh, sound manager. He'd be coming up with these songs on yeah, the fly. He'd sing it for us. So anyway, moved to New York, uh, and the same guy, Mike Long. he would like, uh, like come down. He moved down. with you? He, no, he, he didn't move with me. He still lived up there, but he would come down on the weekends every once in a while. Uh, and so... Uh, he, he used to like drive way too fast. So he would get here in like half an hour from like a, like a oh two God. and a half hour trip. <laughs> it was, it was cool. Like, you know, just like, cause I would drive down with him a lot and just go limp the whole time. I was like, yo, if we die, we die. It's fine. It's better than hanging out up there. So, like, uh, he would drive down and then one night he hits me up and he's like, Hey, there's this, uh, Muay Thai meetup in the park. Do you want to go check it out? And I was like, yeah, it's Wednesday. I got nothing to do. So I went there and that's when I met my coach Ken, uh, he's teaching. It's so
1: weird. It's he very would, weird. We- yeah. And, and Ken doesn't listen to the podcast really. Sorry, I know he doesn't. Oh, he'll listen but, to this one. but he is I'll play it for him. <laughs> such I say all the time how much tremendous respect I have. He is such an amazing coach and such a huge founder of knowledge.'ve I've never met anyone like him who I respect so much for regular regular striking of course, but for MMA striking and for his immensely
2: um, uh, innovative approach. And to meet a guy like that in the park, yeah, you know, and you hit the lottery. Oh, I know. He's yeah. he's, he's genuinely a genius. Like, yeah. uh, like he's the kind of guy. Like, I, I know people who like take hours out of the, their their data. Like, you know, like study a fight and like be like, oh, I came up a new way. Like, that's how you throw the jab. Ken, Ken will be like coming to me and he'll be like, so I was in the shower yesterday and I came up with this thing. I thought it'd be wor- I thought it great for you. And that's my Ken impression that everybody does. Uh, <laughs> he's like, I was in the shower the other day and I came up with this move. I thought it work great. And I was like, all right, yeah, show me. And like I'll try it in sparring. I'll be like, this is practically magic. Uh. But he's also the kind of guy who will study hours and hours. Like he'll find like a fifty-two blocks like VHS and like watch the whole thing and be like, "Yeah, it was trash." But I did find this one thing, and like yeah. you know, that'll be like part of the system now. Oh. Uh, so I met Ken in the park, and at that time it had like a CrossFit leg to it as well. Because again, he was like, he was opening a gym where it was like MMA and like CrossFit. So he was like trying to basically like get hype going for the gym and like just get people interested. Uh, so we went, and me and my buddy like just blown away like by the way Ken taught like he explained everything he explained like, again I didn't know shit about fighting at the time but the way he explained it was like, like that 100% makes sense like there's a reason for everything you're not just like well Bruce Lee said do this and I saw this in a movie so that's how that works now you know how to fight get out of here kid it was none of that it was all like everything was well thought out everything was like you like think like well you know if if you go there they might do this so you know account for that mm-hmm. Uh, then there was the CrossFit bit, which we both fucking hated. Uh, so, we, so we were like, we were like leaving, and, and like, yo, both of us were like pretty conflicted. We were like, damn, like, I don't know if I want to go back. But that guy Ken was really fucking good. But I hated that shit, but that guy Ken was really good. Uh, so the next week he happened to be doing one uh at uh, Max Chen's studio. Uh, actually, sorry, uh, William C.C. Chen's Tai Chi Chuan studio, Max Chen's School of Dance. Uh, so <laughs> we. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the next week, uh, he was doing one there with Max, and I was like, all right, but let me go to that. So we both went, and I got my a- we, did- we sparred a little bit, got my ass kicked and everything, and I was like, yo, this is exactly what I need to be doing. I just got kicked in the head like six times. Like, this is where I got to be. Uh, so then after that, I started training uh, Muay Thai and uh, Sanda with Ken and Max. Uh, moved around like a little bit, like still just trying to figure out like, you know, how money works and all that good stuff. Uh, so then I moved back uh, in the... Sh- summer of 2013 I think July of 2013 Tolkien I was like yeah I want to make a run of this I want to fight and he was like alright cool and like two months later uh, did my first uh, Muay Thai fight two months yeah no it like, kidding it was a busy two months but it was two months wow so yeah. no kidding man nice to have good genetics that <laughs> uh, I knocked him out in the second round There you go. but it was one of those fights where I was like I, I hate you
1: <laughs> I officially two months of your first fight oh my
2: god that's uh, amazing jacked and white get over it <laughs> Wait, no, what was the the quote? I'm a jacked white boy, Brock Lesnar. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm a jacked white boy, get over it. Oh, really? But no. for the record, I'm not on them I like steroids like he is. Just, no, <laughs> no. And no sword either, right? No, uh, sword, no, no not yet. Think
1: yeah. in the future, maybe a sword tattoo? Uh,
2: maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> you have, to take, you have nice. to take a lot of, like people always like, you know, I expect you have a lot of tattoos, but you have to just take so much time off training. Oh,
1: yeah, no, yeah. no actually, that's true. It's it's One of my friends said that uh, the guys who have the most tattoos are generally the ones who lose because they take so much time off training to get mm. the tattoos. Why do you take time? I'm sorry? Why do you got to take time because, because if you roll and you train with the tattoo on, you it'll, it'll get infected. Stuff, right? Uh, you know, I think you can't even sweat
2: for a while with it. Although
1: I'm not sure. I mean I – mean, they, they give you a time where you can't like actually do anything.
2: I have it. one tattoo on my thumb and the whole time – I don't know if you recall, but the time it was healing up, they were like, yeah, you should take two weeks out of the gym. And I was like, okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So instead I just put like a creepy rubber glove on. Yeah. Uh, and – Actually,
1: I know you yeah. knew you for that. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no. Because yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember like the yeah. biggest
2: issue was doing jujitsu with it. So I put on this creepy rubber glove and I put an MMA glove on over that – and I would be rolling with people, and they'd like look at me, and then they'd look at the glove, and they'd be like, You're a so big uh... Michael Jackson fan. <laughs> no, it's like, it's like <laughs> a, late, a latex glove. they were like, What's that for? And I'm like, oh, Don't worry about it. And I'm like, Wait, I'm like, no, Nobody <laughs> wants that hand rolling. going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So don't worry about it, man. It'll be yeah, fine. Check the oil. <laughs> it's
1: totally fine. As long as you don't look at each other, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, actually, I actually need the eye contact. <laughs> Oh the Harassment God. Culture Podcast. There
1: you go. <laughs> that is terrible. <laughs> uh,
2: but Yo, but yeah, looking back on that first fight, well, yo, looking back on like any of your early fights are horrifying, but looking back on that first fight, um, I did not know the rules at all. Like, I did, again, I didn't watch Muay Thai. I only watched like MMA, but we were doing a Muay Thai fight. Uh, I didn't own Thai shorts, so I show up to the gym the day of the fight, like all like, you know, ready to go, but I had basketball shorts. And Ken's like, no, what? no. just take these shorts. <laughs> so I, I still have those my right, first they're like bright purple and I was like this is excellent because the only thing worse than getting your ass kicked is getting your ass kicked by a guy in bright purple shorts uh, <laughs> and yo, know I remember I remember that fight like at, at the time like so in
1: Muay Thai you have to wear Muay Thai shorts
2: no but it just you know you don't want to be you the guy with bas- basketball y- shorts that's I was great. fine with it but yeah. Ken was like get it together
0: what, <laughs> what team with the basketball Is it generic basketball shorts they were just black basketball okay. shorts yeah, yeah, yeah. One that's
2: actually a really good point <laughs> yeah <you know. laughs> <laughs> if it was
0: like you know a certain team, it'd Just be okay. Wear
2: net shorts and get the shit beat out of you. <laughs> Just walking
0: down so, the street. Um,
1: so <laughs> so th- and then and then um, you you had a very successful career in in or a- amateur only career in in, hmm. in uh, tie boxing and kickboxing, and I know you fought at Madison Square Garden and won that fight, and uh, then you came to train with me, and mm-hmm. uh, and then we had uh, our first MMA fight. When was our first MMA fight? A year ago
0: uh yeah, a little yeah about a year ago, ago. Yeah.
1: and uh it was fantastic you actually um had the best quote after a fight that i've ever heard <laughs> <laughs> so so york's uh old opponent uh went went into some legal trouble and uh York said <laughs> i punched this guy into a life of crime <laughs> <laughs> my friend my friend was supposed to fight him
2: uh another guy i met on that card and i was like he was like hey you know yeah i'm supposed to fight the same guy you fought any insight and i was like yeah man like you know do this this and this and you know, you, you'll be fine and, so after the fight, I was like, oh, man, I wonder how that went. So I hit him up. He's like, oh, yeah, it didn't happen. He got arrested. I was like, what? What? I've heard of Crazier, though. My one friend was telling me his opponent got arrested on the way to the venue. Oh, no kidding. That's yeah. terrible. I was like, snap. Again. Just let him fight and then arrest him. Yeah, right? I'll, I'll, like, stand by the ring on the way. I'm like, all right, come with us. Uh,
1: like in uh, in uh, the Blues Brothers when all the, 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 <laughs> <laughs> the, the cops are coming in. So, remember the Blues Brothers, the movie? No? oh. Right. Should watch.
2: Good the remake or the original? No, the original, the original. The the fighting remake is going to be called the Bruise Brothers.
0: <laughs> Brothers. The
1: Bruise. The Bruise. Yeah. Oh, I got it, you. I, it wrote, I, Nick Diaz I stayed and, up. Nick Diaz. Yeah. Yes <laughs> stayed up all
2: night writing puns just for this. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, <laughs> wow. um,
1: so then, yeah, and um, and uh, what what did you find the most difficult in your transition from uh, striking to into MMA? What, oh, do, what do you personally find?
2: Most? Uh, all right, so. I don't know if you and then noticed. what do you find the, the the easiest like what
1: what you know I'm just curious. Early on,
2: the the biggest transition was just going from being good at something to being absolute trash at something. Uh, like yo, know, every every day. And again, like I didn't I didn't I didn't have one of those like you know I didn't start jujitsu and then go like oh I'll go like three days a week and just go like you know try like strike the rest of the time so I can feel cool. Like I I went six days a week like off the rip. Uh, so every single day for the first two to three months on the way there, I was like, Oh my God, why am I going here right now? Why I'm going to go and somebody who weighs 60 pounds is going to sit on my chest and punch me in the face and I'm not going to know what to do. Like, I just had no idea how to move on the ground. Like, I remember at points like, uh, I don't know. I want to say it was Tebow, Tebow. Yeah. Shout outs Tebow. One time, the very first, like first couple classes, uh, we were, remember we used to do the boxing club drill where is in guard and like you're yeah, yeah. like, yeah, Tebow's gonna punch you. I'm like, yeah, it'll be fine. I've been punched before. I was on the ground, fucking clipped me, and I was like, oh no, this is different. This is different. This is different. <laughs> yeah, like just again, the first like two to three months was just I, yeah, I had to like force myself to go. And then after that, like you start to get these little successes, and the thing that you've been drilling for the past two to three months suddenly works, and then it works more and more and more. And then and then you start to love it. But honestly, like everybody I tell who like going from striking, like yeah, I might try jujitsu. I'm like, yo, you're gonna hate it, but just go, and then you'll yeah. love it. But force yourself to go.
1: That is so true. It's it's um I I was lucky because I went from karate and and striking to judo. And Some then karate from karate
2: man, huh? Inside, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? Wow,
1: seven, seventeen years of I don't bracket, Training
2: did a whole month of uh, karate lessons by mail. So. <laughs> so we're you know
1: seventeen years, one month, it's kind of the same thing. You know, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> so see, you know. Fight right now. <laughs> oh, he would crush me in strike. I mean, it's not like, Cr- crane close? kicks. Crane kicks only. Well, York is so good at striking; it's like crazy. But um, 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 I had to break out the, the evil stuff if I could fight him. He's gonna oh, headbutt me. Head in but, the nuts. Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> headbutt me right in the nuts. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. no, like like uh I, I like when I fight strikers who are way better than me, uh I, I have certain things like you have to do what they don't expect and what they what is like illegal to them is very important. Shell Sonnen this said that once is like you're fighting a guy, always focus on what's illegal to them. And that's always when I'm fighting a striker who's much better. It's like I will never strike in a way you expect because then I'll lose. You know, and I'm not I'm not very fast either now with my leg injury. But anyway, this is getting off topic. But um, but no, you know, like the off topic, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <Blair> Miles. <laughs> <laughs> No, but um, but I went from karate to judo, which still kind of sucked. But it's like I think it's an easier transition. And then I went, but my the hardest transition for me was was uh, definitely from um uh from being a submission fighter in Japan. Mm-hmm. And then being a submission fighter in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and showing, you know, that you have to put the white belt back on again. And yep. then you know, my very first day uh, when I trained with the Machados in, in California, uh, I was working, working with this guy Ryan, and who was uh, shout out to Ryan. He's the coolest guy ever because he didn't smoke me. He 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 played to my level. Complimented me, but also showed me exactly what I was doing wrong. Kind of like what you had with Ken, where he's like, I'm not gonna crush you because that's not gonna show anything. What I'm gonna do is show you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat you. I'm getting you to the point where I beat you, but then I'm gonna let you go. Like a catch mm. and release, and then show you what you're doing wrong and explain to me what difference was. And so I, I had a, a good transition. I was very lucky, but I see that a lot of times strikers who come to jujitsu, they they it's very hard for them to, yeah, to just suck again. And um, it's very hard. It's very hard. And I think that, but that's true for everybody, I think, but from striking to jiu-jitsu is the hardest, hardest transition. It's definitely the hardest.
2: It was, yeah. uh, well, I, I, I'm i not gonna, I was definitely getting smoked, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was like uh, the, the biggest, because again, I, I don't like, I always kind of like bring that learning mentality. Like I'm happy to learn from everybody, even if like, you know, I beat you up nine ways out of 10, but you have that one way out of 10 that's like, you know, what you do great, I'm going to shut up and I'm going to let you teach me that because I want to get better. But just, again, having somebody sit on your chest and punch you in the face and just being like, yo, I don't even know, bro. (laughs) I got (laughs) nothing. Just keep going, I guess. Like that, that, that was rough. Uh, But yeah, again, past that, again, like uh, I find you just, like now I find like jujitsu has like a great level of like struggle, a great struggle to reward ratio. Like you work really hard and then you you get a little success and you work really hard and you get a little success. It's like, you know, uh, it's a a little addicting because of that. So I think if you force yourself through those first couple, two months of just being just confused and getting hit in the head, uh, you know, it's much easier off that. And like, also like, it's hard to like, uh, sail off attributes, like in striking, if you're like, you just have good timing and you're very fast and you're very strong, you can just blitz people and just not yeah. have to like really develop fundamentals. But like, if you're starting in a bad position in jujitsu and like, you, you don't know any mount escapes or anything like that, you can fly around all day and that 60 pound person still going to hold you down and yeah. punch you in the face for two, like two months God
1: you know you know i would shout out to my student dana dana is 105 dana. pounds and uh, i see guys and they roll with her and they're like there's no way this girl can tap me out and then when they do it's like their world is destroyed and either they come back and they're like completely addicted or they'll never come back you know like so i that's why i love to put them with like dana or someone who's much more <laughs> jeff jeff you know jeff um uh gelman He's one of my students. Mm. He's a chess champion. He's from MIT, and I I know Jeff listens, so I'm uh a whole, you know always very proud of him. Jeff is 130 pounds with his on. <laughs> mm-hmm. and and he's very tall and skinny. He has these big glasses. He's he's you know look like an, an MIT graduate who's an inventor and would exactly look like. And then he's shaking his head. He's nice. He's like, "Yeah, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you." And he rolls with you. And then he is evil. Just pure evil all over you, just tapping uh-huh. you out. And unfortunately, he's coming back from a lot of injuries. But uh, but you know, when guys roll with him, who are like two fifty, and we had these two guys from West Point who uh, the Paladino brothers. They're they're uh, now deployed. And and I shout out to them. I know they listen too. But I know they're, they're the reason they join. They're like, I'm like Spar that little guy over there. <laughs> and they're like, what that guy? I'm like, no no, hundred percent Spar him. And then you know they're like. After that, they're like, "How can I join this academy?" But you know, like, I think, you know, th- th- you do have to get through those moments where, where it's, it's just, you know, you lose, 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 and you have to invest in your loss. You have to invest in that loss as, as a, as a, as a tool for learning. Mm-hmm. You know, versus like getting your ego all wrapped up. You know, it's very hard uh, to do that. But and what did you find the easiest um, uh, in terms of transitioning to MMA? What, what, what's the? We're not the hardest, but what's the easiest?
2: It's really fun hitting people who can't strike. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like once you, uh, I will say also with the Sanda background, uh, where I think a lot of like just pure strikers struggle is that the the takedown is there now. So especially in Muay Thai, you can't come in in that upright stance, but you've had to check leg kicks. But I never had that. I always stood in a pretty long stance because, again, I like moving around. Uh, but in that, like that tall stance where you can check leg kicks, you just, your hips are out there. You're getting, you know, you're getting put on your ass over and over again. Uh, but again, from the sonda background, just the way I like to strike even in Muay Thai, uh, it kind of prepared me to like work with the takedown a little yeah, more. Absolutely. And again, like always just like, uh, one thing Max always like really like hammered into my head was like, like finding the perfect range. Like you're not, you're not jumping in too far to make punches. You're not too far away to make punches. You, you know exactly where, where your reach is. And I think that was very helpful as well. Like. Know exactly when you can reach them with the jab, and again, like you know, uh, once you like eliminate the takedown and force them to strike with you, it's it's much much easier. Yeah, much easier.
1: Yeah. Um, and um, and so do you have any questions uh, for him about his Nothing. Yeah, I'm just I'm just scared.
0: <laughs> well, what <laughs> that
1: sounds dangerous. He is dangerous, but he's also a very nice guy. The oh, trick is name. to sneak up on me and spinning hook kick me in the back of the head. <laughs> yeah, well, did, no, yeah, even yeah, that yeah. didn't did you know work. You didn't know how to do that? That didn't work either. Sure, you <laughs> come to the academy. Right, 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 I'll be there tomorrow. Um, but I, I have to say this is a wonderful thing that, um, that I learned from you, and, and I'm inspired by you, and it's that you come to the academy, and this is, I think, a success as the listeners out there. It's like what, how do you get over those humps? So you come to the academy with a joyful attitude. And, you know, every time you walk into my academy, I think it just brightens up a little bit, you know, like this, you're, you're, you're you're always about bringing the positivity and bringing the joyfulness. And even when you're losing, like, you, you know, it's like, like, York actually put up a highlight video. And, you know, a lot of guys put up the highlight video when they're doing, like, their best. But you know it's very funny. It's a very funny video. Um, uh, we can play it on, on the on, the, on the, the channel. But it's like a lot of the points where Jason or you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, like oh, I where he's getting messed up and he's like just making jokes about it. But you know, finding the the learning and the joy even in in defeat um, uh, is is is, a, is an important thing and the positivity where you're just you're you're trusting the process not putting everything on winning that day and being the hammer only, you know? And there's a there's a joyfulness that you have, and I think that's really important where, where you win, where you lose. You put the hard work in, you're coming back the next day, you know? And it, it's it's very important to, to do that. Um, what, um, uh, in terms of uh, the last fight, uh, I know the camp, other than it's a couple of the injuries and, and being a little sick, but I think, you know, you were talking about this, we are both talking about it, we felt that this camp was incredibly... Like you, would, I was like, it was like everything was clicking in place, even mm-hmm. with those injuries, even with yep. being sick. Everything clicked into place, um, and like technically, I, I have not seen you look this good with the striking, stand up grappling, ground grappling. And the the wonderful thing is, in the fight, you hit some beautiful judo throws. Which uh, I, it, it's funny that you know it wasn't something that we he practiced. For the fight specifically, but it's just part of our general training. Mm-hmm. And he just—I mean, God—I was like, "Whoa!" Judo throws, three, three, three beautiful judo throws. And um, and so, but just how how did you how do you prepare for for the fight? How did you see you know see yourself going through the camps? What was the challenge? And then and, and then and then talk us through the fight as well.
2: Well, again, just to give some background, um, I was supposed to fight in March of this year. The week before, I got a deep cut on my head. Had to get a bunch of staples. Couldn't fight. Supposed to fight again in July or August. July, yeah. Uh, I got a wild infection in my foot, was in the hospital for like half a week. Again, couldn't fight. But those were like, again, like in like the last like stages of camp. So I'd already put in like two very hard camps. Uh, So this one, I was like, all right, well, let's again, again, like going back to like taking your losses and just like learning from them, Uh, you know, sometimes... Your foot gets infected, sometimes Chuck sits on your head for a whole round. You know, is what it is. You, just got, you got to learn from it. That's life. Uh, so again, I was like, all right, well, I didn't get a fight that I could learn from, but I could very much learn from how the camp went. Uh, so in this one, the biggest thing that I decided to do was just kind of like look out and take care of myself as, as, a, as a person and just make sure that I was as happy as possible going through this. I was like mentally in a good place the whole time going through this. Uh, shout outs to Dr. Frank from Counter-Strike because he sent me a lot of like great reading material on this. He kind of like hammered this into my head. Uh, But one of the biggest things that and it's it's scary to do was I just, I rested just a little bit more and that made somehow like eons of difference. Like it wasn't even that much. I would maybe do like one less or like just one easier workout per week. It didn't have to be that much, but just my whole like fighting career up into that point, it was like you put it, you you work out as much as you possibly, you train as much as you possibly can. You throw everything you have at this. And then when you're tired, you go more. And that was yeah. always what it was. I think that's good at a point. At a certain point. Yeah, yeah, I
1: agree with you. I think there's a point for like the wrestler's mentality, which is yeah. like you push past grind. the red zone and you grind.
2: But I think once you know yeah. you have that and you, you yes. have that capability. You got to tone it back. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like hard sparring, right? Really, really hard sparring. I think it's good early on when you're like, yo, I don't know how this guy's going to do when he gets punched in the face really hard. I don't know how this guy's going to do when there's pressure on him. But once you know that you can handle that and you know that you can respond to that well, I do think it's, like, good to do that uh, periodically just to, like, you know, stay sharp and everything yeah, like course. that. And I will, like, again, still, you know, I'll be like, oh, man, I should rest today. But also, like, you know, don't don't be a pussy then just go. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll find that at times and I'll push myself to go. But, like, I think you just had, like, I just kept an eye on, like, the overall, like, the overall picture of everything and again realizing that recovery is a big part of the process so stress you 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 train hard you get tired as fuck you recover the recovery is part of that that's how yeah. you get stronger right yeah uh so again like going into this like uh my mental game fell sharper my striking fell sharper my jiu-jitsu fell sharper I, at that point uh oh as well uh something wild happened at the end of this fight where my opponent pulled out the Thursday or Friday before the fight? Yeah, yeah, that yes. was <laughs> yeah.
1: The the thing is, like, the promoter and I were kind of like thinking that that might happen, so we already had the other guy in the in the way Oh, I bet. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it was not the opponent that we
2: had expected. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but again, at that point, like the way I felt going into it, I was just so happy with the whole process. I was happy with the whole camp. Like uh, this is the first camp I've ever had where I wasn't like second guessing why I, why I put myself through this. You know. Uh, And I think that, like, really, really showed in the fight. I was happy to, like, go through the whole camp. I was happy to, like, you know... It was weird. I was even happy to, like, be cutting weight, which is absolutely insane if you've ever cut weight. Yeah. I was like, man, I can't wait to step on a scale, eat some food. It's going to be great. (laughs) I was happy to be there at the venue. I was happy to be walking out. I was happy to be fighting. Like, you know, this, I think all that kind of, like, freed my mind up to just uh, do do what I do, right? Just let myself express myself, let myself, like uh let my technique go
1: yeah and it was like you know i i I, we had a discussion at this but the the fight there was just some really moments of of just absolute artistry in that fight and you know we we've had it's funny because you you look at your previous opponents and you wouldn't think that they were that good but both your opponents you fought the first guy was a very good grappler he really was like and then shout out to him um shit i forgot his name but uh but A.J. Abate. A-J, 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 A.J. Abate, right, right, you're right. And um, It's pronounced Abate. bait. Which, a bait. Oh, I'm yeah, which sorry. Which oh, threw me off as I'm well. Sorry. I thought I'm it was sorry.
2: Abate. Uh, yeah, no, sorry. yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah. You, you actually see in the, the, yeah. <laughs> the video of the fight, they're like, A.J. Abate. And I was like, Abate, What? But you know, yeah, right. moving on, uh, moving on. Sorry, sorry, Shout yeah, out to no. AJ. <laughs> sorry AJ, yeah,
1: no. Um, and he was a very, very skilled guy. And then the current the, the current guy was what was his name again? Shoot. Sam, 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 Sam
2: Docker, super nice guy, yeah, Sam yeah, Docker. Yeah. And
1: also, very, very over, overall, had a really, really strong MMA base. So, he was he was com- competent, very competent at striking, very competent at takedowns, very competent on the ground. You could just see that he knew what he was doing, he was very prepared, and um. And you know, really, uh, really good fighter. And you know, you just respect to your opponents, but you just chewed them to pieces. And and it was you know, like we were talking about wood chipping. Like you chipped mm. away every single round until you know the end. And you had uh, we had two rear naked chokes, right, at one point, right? You yeah, a, one rear and, naked, were, yeah, and then and then the uh, a bell rang, and then you had another one. If you had like you know, ten more seconds, you you know, yeah. we would have probably finished that fight completely. But um, but it was in the striking. I was very impressed. You just, you were trying to get in the zone and you're constantly maintaining that distance, kicking him. And uh, it was just, it was really, it was, it was artistry. You were expressing yourself as an artist. And I think, you know, Bruce Lee said, you know, like, like you said, it's like you, you're, you're using art, martial arts as a way, as a tool of self-expression. And, and that's, yeah, of course, uh, there's the, the combative element and we never want to lose touch with that but at the same time you'd want to draw from all those colors you want to find your own style you want to find your artist you want people to go whoa that was pretty cool and um, and uh, you know you're the only fighter that I've ever seen use the hadoken in a real fight <laughs> the he, double punch the double punch you've right? actually <laughs> used that live in a fight well, I never mean, thought that
2: would actually happen again I've said, right. said it before I say it again you can't block both what are you, you going to do? <laughs> I thought it was like
1: you'd never work, but it really does. Um, wow! And uh, so that that's fantastic. And how how did you feel in in the fight? Did you feel like any moment? Like I know we talked about in between the the corners. What, what was your mindset in, as the fight started?
2: Uh, honestly, the the biggest thing I felt was just really happy to be there, especially after the way the two camps went earlier that year, uh, and again. If I wanted to like you know be a billionaire I would not be doing this I'm doing this for because I, I want to enjoy my lifestyle so I very much took a look at that and I was like all right let me just enjoy every bit of this process and like some of the, like the happiest moments I've had were just you know training if I had a billion dollars I was like honestly like honest with myself do. Right. I would just train every day yeah. uh, and again like I like fighting as well like you know like right before we went out there like uh, you know you get like the the pre fight nerves i'm not going to say that those don't exist you just kind of learn to like operate with them right they're they're never not going to be there but before i was going out with this one i was just like like again i, I was not facing much adversity in in that fight but i was i, felt, I went out i was like yeah we're about to punch each other in the face so much this is going to be great like you know just i was ready for a brawl and i was happy about that uh but then going out there again like you're not like i just I w- wasn't thinking about anything i wasn't like can you know, like trying, trying to make anything work, You're just again, reacting, listening to you guys. And like a, a lot of times as well, I remember we spoke after where you said I was uh, reacting well to what uh, Max was saying. And not so much what you were saying, but again, when I went back and looked at the fight with audio, there were things that you called out that I don't even remember hearing. Like the, the judo throw, for instance, yeah. I had him in the position and I hear you go, 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 go. And right away, like hit that throw. And again, that's not a throw that we worked on a lot for this fight. It's just something that we like drill regularly. Yeah. Uh, and again, like just being able to automatically hear you guys automatically react without yeah. having to like process the, the, the thought so much. Like that's, that's, that's what makes like, what I enjoy about fighting is kind of letting your mind go, not thinking about anything and just kind of existing in that moment. Mm. And Wonderful. kicking people in the face.
1: Most especially. <laughs> yes, you kicked them in the face a lot. I mean, um
2: and, and between rounds,
1: what was going through your head in between the corners and the rounds, um, like as the fight progressed?
2: Uh, well, I will say you and Max had great synergy. Again, the the lethal weapon moment where you decided to be best buds and take down <laughs> German terrorists or whatever. <laughs>
1: South African terrorists, wasn't it? I don't the first remember movie? Yeah, I'm, yes. I'm thinking Sa- <laughs> oh, no, That's the second, the second movie. Right? Hans Gruber. No, no, uh, no. He, that's uh, diehard. Die Hard. Yeah, that yeah, We're thinking Lethal oh, Weapon. You know, it's the second Lethal Weapon. Were they South was, uh, African. He, they're South African. The With the,
2: yeah, weapon. and the uh, the the you know, the shipping containers and yeah, all yeah. That. And he goes, he goes, yeah. you know, uh, um, oh, I have diplomatic immunity. <laughs> and then he was
1: like, I'll give you diplomatic. immunity. <laughs> no, oh, right. Well, the first one was the first one was like the the Vietnam Special Forces guys, right, who went yeah. bad and sold drugs. And the second one was the South African cougaran
2: smugglers or something. This just goes back to uh, me. <laughs> right, really, right, wasn't it? I really want, long to, time. really want you to grow a mullet. A mullet. Yeah, I feel like it's necessary. <laughs> that would look good, I think. Right, a the mullet. Would. Uh, no, no, and it makes you better at karate. It's a known fact. <laughs> it yeah, it's a
1: known fact. You <laughs> <laughs> the clip on, on mullet.
2: <laughs> clip on mullet. We'll just try. Clip that. on mullet. That should be like my
1: next year's <laughs> Halloween costume. Uh, I've got a karate guy with a mullet. I go Mel Gibson. I go. oh go Mel. Yeah. Was that a mullet or was that that eighties like? That blowout, that was you know, had that Patrick Swayze. Mullet. No, but okay. So, is a mullet just the back, or is it the whole
2: thing? It's ooh,
1: because mm. like when I say mullet, I think shaved head and the back.
2: You know, I think it's just anything that's just that, that kind of long in the back. Well, it was on the cusp, at least. wow it was on the cusp of being. You know, I right. was, had hair that long in the. It 80s. was mullet. Adjacent. I'll just let you
1: guys know that in
2: the eighties, did I, you have a
1: mullet? It was getting there. Nice. it Was getting there. it Was pretty low. It was pretty thick in we the need, back. We need you know, pictures. party party in the back. The was... mullet culture podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Business in the front, party in the back.
2: <laughs> karate in the front, karate in the back. Karate in wow. the front, karate the in the back. We're talking right to the sound.
0: Can we change this? <laughs>
1: No, you know, you ever watch Walking Dead? That Eugene, the character Eugene, he has like the short haircut and the mullet in the back. That's what I always thought was mullet. I don't, I didn't think of uh, of uh, of the uh, the um, Bell Gibson Gibson as the mullet. I thought that was just that blowout. I guess Uh, it is pretty
0: mullety. That's pretty mullety. It's not good. It's not good. Whatever it is. Uh. I think okay. you look good. I you mean, think Mel Gibson? Yeah, you yeah, look good in the 80s.
1: For the 80s. Like if yeah. you transport no, Mel the Gibson best, from best the best Mel Gibson is Road Warrior Mel Gibson. There's no oh, question. That's yeah. pre-racist. Big facts. A- A- alcoholism Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> pre-racist. <laughs> <laughs> Australian, uh, Australian Mel Gibson as opposed to American Mel, Mel Gibson. Damn. Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Shout out to Mel Gibson. Shout out to Mel Gibson. Too
2: no, political. that was the
1: first time I ever saw a triangle choke on on uh, yeah uh, yeah. And the, the the he did it in jeans too. In jeans, in jeans. I wonder if those are those Chuck Norris jeans, the karate jeans, the karate <laughs> jeans. Yeah. right. yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Even growing up, not in the '80s, I definitely wanted karate jeans. <laughs>
1: you know, you know, it's funny, but I buy from uh, the Uniqlo. Uh, no, no, I buy oh, from uh, American Eagle. But the same thing, they're super stretch, so that yeah. I can kick with them. And, Yo, then, and and exactly. this is actually and this is actually the shoes I'm wearing right now are, are a weapon like so these shoes like we want to talk about this. so these are um these are construction shoes but they're sneakers here let me show you Still toe? Yeah. Yeah, but they have a steel toe, like here. Feel it. Oh snap. Yeah. I yeah. thought you were gonna like stomp and a yeah, knife no, was no. gonna come out yeah. the toe. Oh man, that would be so cool. Uh, I'd be yeah. stabbing myself yeah. a lot. <laughs> but yeah, yeah anytime like, I buy pants, like I'm like yeah, throwing
2: kicks in the, the changing rooms and Yeah, stuff. no, you have to. You have like, to like be prepared. You, are you okay? Like I'm, like I'm good, I'm just being ready. <laughs> no, you I know you like You need to walk... move
0: out of New York City, you've been here too long. Yeah,
2: I yeah, I feel
0: you. Like. <laughs> you're you're walking around with steel toe boots.
2: Yeah, it's going to head kick people. And,
1: and, and quite, and I it's always, not the 80s anymore. It's, it's not right. Chuck you Norris know, You know, I'm kind slacks. of like, it's funny you should say that, but but I'm like, it's better to be a gardener, a warrior in a garden than gardener in war. It was better to be prepared. And you never a,
2: know. You never know. And regardless of the situation, it's always better to have action slacks. <laughs> action slacks. Which is the actual, slacks. the actual name of the Chuck Norris karate pants. <laughs>
1: and you know what? I like the one that he had with the American flag on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the one I really want.
2: Think anybody wants a roundhouse to the face when wearing these bad boys? <laughs> Forget about it.
1: And again, and again, everybody was cool in the eighties because Chuck Norris was cool in the eighties, not like you know conspiracy theory Chuck Norris today. Mm.
2: Yes, and he, you yeah, know, he's like crazy. I right? recall he's his like, mullet. Yeah. Oh, now that was a true <laughs> mullet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the shoulder hair on that man—let me tell you—that's how I knew. He was about the business as soon as I saw that shoulder hair. I was like, nobody disrespects. Glistening the guy. in the sun oh, as yeah, the sweat beads yeah, yeah, up yeah. on his back. <laughs> What a what a man. You know, you know, there's something
1: about there's something oh, there's something about about that scene with him and Bruce Lee in the Coliseum in uh That is a very good scene. That's a good scene. With the kitten.
2: The kittens? You don't remember that? There's a kitten. There's like a random kitten in it, and then it like does this weird meow and then they start like beating each other up. Oh my god, it's you're right. It's real tense and this kitten's like, eh. And like, All right, the rest said go. <laughs>
1: I gotta watch that again. Yeah, I got. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But yeah. And then, so, so you you complete dominated him, finished the fight. Um, and then uh, what we know? How how do you how do you feel now? I mean, like, how do you feel at that moment with
2: with victory and fighting? Is always weird because again, I have to like I get in such such, like a uh, going back to like just uh, how everything was between rounds. I'm in such like a a present mindset that like there could be like a plane crashing into the arena and it'd be like, Cool, cool, cool. But what were you saying about how I'm beating this guy? Like, you know, yeah, yeah, you, get, you get very focused on that. So again, like after everything comes again, going before it, I'm like, oh my God, as soon as I get through this fight, I'm gonna be so happy. I'm gonna just go eat like nine boxes of Oreos. Not that I didn't eat nine boxes of Oreos. I never <laughs> did, but I was like I was like, oh my God, as soon as this is done, everything's gonna be right in the world. I'm just gonna feel better about stuff. And uh going going into this one, like again, I felt like way better going into this one. I didn't have those thoughts as much, but like uh after, after the win, I was like very much like, okay, uh, when are we back in the gym? When are we doing the next one? Like, yeah. Ready ready to go again. But When uh, is the next one? February. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, I looking... said it correctly. February. Yeah, unfortunately, February. because he
1: kicked the guy uh, uh, a number of times. And, uh, a number we, of times. Yeah, He had some damage to his foot. Because, yes. uh So we're, we're just letting that heal, and hopefully it's not a big deal, and then we can get back to business. Yep, and well. we're really just focusing on technique now because the thing is, it's like, I was just talking about this before when you're on the front, you don't want to be like, Full sparring too much, because when you spar too much, you don't you don't practice, you don't refine, you don't flow, and then you just get a little wonky in your in your in your in your movement. And the 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 less clean your movement is. The less efficient you are, and the more tired, and the more op- you get, and the more openings you get to be countered, and you know the cleanliness of your movement is everything. So you want to stay clean, and 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 so right now we're just focusing on technique and and taking it easy and just enjoying learning new stuff, and and we we're just working a couple leg locks today, and uh, not on his bad leg, <laughs> and uh, and just learning, you know, just learning adding to any to the skills, and just letting him heal up, and and also being around I, a lot of people. I don't understand don't understand this, but when you're injured, you should still go to the gym. You should just go and help your instructor out teaching, or just or just help coach, or like um, Drew, one of the students. Yeah, uh, you know he's a little injured now. And uh, but he's always there when he can, helping to teach. You just want coach. free labor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about that exploitation. <laughs> uh, Drew needs to get back to training, though. He, he grew a mustache. Like, I know, right? He's like For November. So yeah. Oh, there. that's what that is. Yeah, you should yeah. see Philip. Philip. Philip looks like like he's like on the step of the a Mongol invasion of China. Like, is <laughs> the the all the hair on his face is like, and he's, he still such a little baby face, and then he has all this hair on him. I'm like, you look like some barbarian out of you know Genghis Khan's like nomadic war tribe <laughs> like, like yeah. everybody should shave in november this is <laughs> i like uh
2: I, I have the the beard and mustache year-round yes it's a lifestyle it it's is not, a, just, not it's, just a month choice do you
1: do what do you use a stuff on your beard like, uh, like a, i use
2: coconut oil and that's it, oh. it just makes and we it, have coconut oil in the gym. makes it very lush and soft yeah yes yes yeah. smells good too
1: it does <laughs> so, you know like the last thing you want to do
2: makes you slippery when people are trying I to choke you just but,
1: <laughs> but the, you know it's funny I had this uh, training partner and he would not shower uh for uh, weeks before his fight uh,
2: he would and I'm like I
1: can't believe I'm training with you this is real dedication as your friend because you just reek he's like no 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 I'm, I'm just getting ready a little ripe for 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 Saturday I'm like this is this is terrible. And uh, and then his beard would smell so bad because he would have little bits of food in it. Oh, <laughs> it was just awful. That is going to be unnecessary. How's that not illegal?
2: It's not. It's not illegal. It's I will say probably illegal. the last thing. Well, maybe I've never found anybody that smelled that bad. But yeah. like the last thing while I'm getting punched in the head is like, well, this guy does not smell like lavender. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> the nerve of this guy. Like- <laughs> You know, you know,
1: rolling with there's a couple girls in the academy and they smell, they really take care of their hygiene and it's very nice because you're like, I wish everybody smelled like this, you know? And I even I even yeah, I even got a, a a a thing. I asked Dana what she uses like, you know, for her, her hand wash and stuff, so I used it. So it just like I'm like, wow, this is really good. Everybody should use it. You know, it's this cucumber melon. It? Cucumber? It's cucumber melon hand, you know, hand wash. So I, I smell like coconuts and sunshine. You, you
2: <laughs> wow. <yeah. laughs> hope 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 you smell like (laughs) (laughs) the great white hope right (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh,
0: uh,
1: um, so we got to fight coming up in february and 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 matt if you wouldn't mind i would love to have him on uh Again before the fight or we'll after the fight. We'll see how this
0: episode does. You know, uh, the last gonna, one did really well, so I'm going to kill it. I'm going to
2: let you know I'm very popular on that.
0: Okay. All yeah. <laughs> We'll
2: see. <laughs>
0: no, for sure, 100%. Right. And uh
1: and you know I Where's actually, the next fight. Uh yeah, it's in mid-February. Uh, I don't know exact where? date. Oh, and oh, it'd be Massachusetts in the same place. Maybe we should yeah.
0: maybe I should travel up there and we could uh, do a podcast
1: we'll on oh site. Oh my god, we'll that it, would
2: be great. We'll do it between rounds. That'd be, That'd
0: be
1: great. <laughs> <laughs> i like it's going great. <laughs> no. You know and you know we 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 have the the video set up so we can you can you can get you like a press pass and and cuz G had a had a Girl, come in. She had a press pass, so um, yeah. you can come into the back and film, and we'd be great. That'd it'd be fun. wonderful, yeah. excellent. Anyway, thank you so much for making time to be on. And anything to say out to your fans, your coaches, or anything we want to end the podcast with? Uh,
2: yeah, well, just want to say again. I tried to say this after the fight, but I forgot to breathe in, uh, so I was just like, "Well, great to be here. Thanks, everybody." So again, uh, <laughs> just again, uh Fighting's gonna be what fighting's gonna be. I like it's, it's a it's a wild sport. Anything could happen. You could get a hole in your head or uh, aids in your foot. Uh, so again, things happen. But I very much just want to thank everybody that makes this like such an enjoyable lifestyle. This is what I want to do. This is what I love doing. Uh, so again, thank you to you for teaching me all that floor karate and oh, inspiring me to grow a mullet. Uh, <laughs> actually, I, re- I do want to bring up that uh, me and Renee made a bet uh, that uh, after I won this fight. Said if I win this fight, but I definitely want it. So he has to go to my barbershop with me and get a haircut of my choice. Uh, you can't see, but I have a very very nice fade. This is a few days old. So normally it's much nicer. Uh, so I might absolutely let's do probably it. get a fade, but I feel like we should get some cool lines in there or something. Oh, yeah. you know, it is a haircut of your choice. That was the agreement. There's some lines yes. in All the right. eyebrows
0: too. Oh,
1: man, really? <laughs> no, not in the eyebrows. With this, a...
2: <laughs> oh, I'm not man. talking shit about your eyebrows, but they're a little thin. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put <laughs> they're a little in thin. Ones. Yeah, I, don't worry. They told me the same thing. <laughs> My They're like, name. all right, vanilla iced, freaking relax. <laughs> uh, but again, big, th- big thank you to uh, Coach Ken uh, and uh, Max Chen, uh, Dr. Steve for working on my foot so I can get back to kicking people in the face, uh, Dr. Frank from Counter Strike. Well, who is Dr. Frank? Dr. Frank, he did like my weight cut and uh, he does a lot of my strength and conditioning. Uh, and he, he's a
1: nutritionist and strength He's a nutritionist.
2: And like one of the biggest things that he did for me, again, like uh, from uh, Counter Strike, was he included like. Uh, like he put me on just reading sports psychology books because like, like, like a big thing, like they say in like any sport, they're like, ah, oh, sports are you know, 90% mental, 10% physical. And you're like, okay, cool bet. I, I, that's, that's cool. And they're like, cool. So just go to the gym 100% of the time and never work on the mental stuff. And if you ever bring out the mental stuff, they're like, oh yeah, to fix that, you should just stop being a pussy. And you're like, oh great. Thanks. Yeah. That's yeah. Not so again, <laughs> <that's laughs> there's no like, uh, it's not talked about enough. And so like just knowing that the information is out there and knowing that like, you know, there's just strategies and tactics to like to work on it uh that helped me a lot that's again like especially like he had me read his book uh peak performance which i would recommend to everybody if you're like just trying to be good at stuff uh read that follow that that helped me a lot that's a great Other book that, yeah 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 thanks to all my training partners love y'all uh please help me convince renee to grow a mullet
0: <laughs> comment on the podcast can you yes. grow a mullet no. <laughs> by february yeah.
2: Mm, I feel like we need to start like a social no, media. No BC my like, my <laughs> hashtag <laughs> Renee Mullet. Renee Mullet. Love it. A radical mullet. <laughs> radical mullet.
1: Uh, what did I get myself
2: into? <laughs> uh you got yourself into a glorious haircut. Okay. All right. Uh, well
1: we are we are going to the barber for sure. Yes, We're gonna do that. Right. Shout all out right?
2: Brooklyn Blends for this immaculate fade. Brooklyn Blends. Uh-huh. Yeah. Blends? Blends. Like with, yeah. with a, a Z? Z? Like, yeah, like, nah, with, not with a Z. But oh. Like, uh, like a, a fade or a blend. That would like, be you cool know. there was a Z at the N7S. I'll, I'll speak to him about that. Yeah, see if you can get that My man, man Elvin, at the shop. Shout out too. Elvin. Elvin's the owner. Oh, cool. Yeah. Does nice things. He'll name do the cool lines. So, Whenever
1: people have the name Elvin, I know it's a Latino name, but I always think of like the Hobbit and elves. And Oh, no, he's from Middle Earth. He's from, he's from uh, Middle, from Middle, Middle
2: stuff, Earth. Shoes, arrows, and people uh yeah but he he does the designs and stuff so mm-hmm. like uh when we get a cool design in the back of your head like the radical logo he'll, he'll be doing that i
0: can't wait to see it
2: it's gonna be pretty bitching <laughs> <laughs> i don't
1: remember agreeing to that exactly
0: you did roll the tape back miles <laughs>
1: where's, where's raul also uh
2: <laughs> shout out everybody in the philippines
1: Oh yes, yes, thank you. And Israel too. Now we're like really high. Israel on the, too? That's what's up. Israel yeah. the In Singapore the ranks. still. And Singapore, yes. Up. I'm really, really happy that people are listening. You know, and uh Stuart Tomlinson said that um he was uh he was on a plane with his or his friend had contacted him. his friend was on a plane and he said, "I was listening to this podcast I love, and then you just came on it mm-hmm, and uh, he's like, "Oh, this is great so so shout out to all the people in Europe who are, who are listening to uh to us as well like really growing and thank you and uh, and again, if you could write a positive review um uh rate us on iTunes <gasps> If or we
0: get like five that. new reviews before the end of the year on iTunes, Renee will grow a mullet
2: yo. Dumb. What? Yes. What? That's that's hundred <laughs> yes. percent. Okay. If we get tools, ten, if we get <laughs>
0: ten, I will grow into. I'm almost there. <laughs> <We're>
2: <laughs> if it's uh, if it's fifteen, I'll bring the the Mohawk mullet back that I had. Wow, that was pretty. It's hilarious. on tape. You heard it. It's on
1: tape. All right. I All so right. can go back. Mohawk. All right. Save your likes and reviews for after, the- <laughs> after <laughs> January. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: gonna
0: make five new accounts on iTunes. Yeah,
1: right.
2: <laughs> You're in trouble. All right, guys. Thank you, thanks. again. no. no thanks, to thanks, Eric, for coming and, in. Yeah, Thank you guys for having me. Best of me. luck in if the If you want to follow me, hidden people at Yo Rock MMA on Instagram. I'm there with no shirt and jumping around in shorts. You can follow me, and I'll post when I'm back on this podcast. All right, fantastic. Thank yes. you again. Thanks, the mullet. Ooh. <laughs>